everyone. It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And you are on Take the Elevator, and we want to be one of the first to welcome you to the month of May. So welcome. Welcome, May. And I still cannot believe how quickly 2021 is going by. So super fast. And I think what makes time go by quicker, I mean, as I'm aging, I think time goes by quicker. It just it just is for me. And being that Genco has now become an LLC and we've just been creating plans and goals, hitting milestones. And then when we get there, it's on to the next milestone. Oh, no, 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 no. You did not <laughs> just breeze over the Genco sound being an LLC. Did you, did you do that? I think I did. And probably that's why time's going by so fast for me. Well, let, let's enjoy it for yeah. just a second. Let's bask. Hmm. Mm. Oh, that was great. I love that. Thank you. Please <laughs> You're proceed. You're welcome. <laughs> so typically we talk about all the things in May, especially for the week that we're in. And May is going to be an awesome month. You know, we they focus on mental health. There's Cinco de Mayo. There's Mother's Day. There's all sorts of wonderful events in the month of May. What really stuck out to us, Corey, as we were talking about this was May 1st being loyalty day yes typically that day is for patriotism loyalty to america and we just kind of want to talk about loyalty at another level well yeah we took it to another level and i'm sure once we jump into this and really get it going you guys will understand exactly what we mean by loyalty and loyalty day so just sit back enjoy the ride and we will be right back every day All right, we're going to talk about loyalty kind of on easy street, just some fun things that we observe. When I think of loyalty, first I'm going to say Penny and Tallulah. Oh, yes, that's a good place to start. Right, the loyalty of our dogs. Yes. That's one of the beautiful things about having dogs is the immense, crazy love that they have for us. Yes, well... They have immense, crazy love for me when you're not around. <laughs> and then when you show up, nothing I say matters and nothing I do matters. Everything that Jen does is what they want to do and everywhere they want to be. Oh, they're so cute. I've been having so much fun with them. I'll bring them in my office as I'm working throughout the day. And it just adds a whole other element of peace and fun and joy having them in there. Yeah, and, and the amount of intelligence that these two dogs have incredible i mean i've been able to teach these dogs some pretty great things but just their level of intelligence that they both carry blows my mind every day i mean just knowing to tell them to go to their room and they know where to go yeah. telling them to go upstairs to a certain room and they know where to go you know and do not stop and mingle <laughs> anywhere else you know Right, they're so cute. Go get some water, <laughs> and then either both of them will get it, but they typically don't like to share the water bowl, especially Penny. Right. She'll, like, wait her turn. So there's a level of loyalty, I think, that surpasses most, actually. Yeah. Another thing that I see as far as loyalty is, my goodness, them Dodger fans are no joke. Yeah, I have seen that. But, you know, and I've got to be honest, I'm in a band and 
all the bandmates are angel fans. Oh, didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they are. And and it's pretty fanatical. And I just <laughs> wanted to share, as we get into this loyalty thing, what a fanatic is. What a fan. Because that's the breakdown of the word fanatic is right. fan. And it says a person filled with excessive and single-minded zeal. So <laughs> that's a pretty extreme version of who we can become as uh, fanatics of something which draws in loyalty. Right. Speaking of fans, I want to make sure we give shout outs to people who are constantly there for Shameless's performances at these breweries. Yeah, that that's a good place to be. But I, I want to go a step further. I don't want to call the people that come out and support us fans. I want to call them friends. And I mm. just like to thank them for being good friends and supporting and hanging out and enjoying and helping us grow. I mean, that's what it boils down to. You're, you're ultimately helping us become a much better band. And we enjoy this journey in doing that. Right. That's interesting. Cause when you talk about loyalty, obviously there's a faithful part in that, mm-hmm. right? When you're loyal to something or someone and as shameless is growing you can really see their faithfulness to each other, to rehearsal, really come to play. Like you guys are just getting real tight with your music and I'm loving it. Yeah, that's a lot of fun too. I can't I can't tell you how much fun we're we're having as a band. So that's the first thing I want to say. When you're loyal to something, there's a level of commitment. Yeah, and it shows in your band for sure. My second shout out would be to our friends, not our fans, for Take the Elevator. Absolutely. And when you look at our stats, which, as you guys know, is my thing, not necessarily Corey's, but when you look at our stats, we have a consistent following. Like there's just a number of downloads that we can count on for each episode. And so that's phenomenal to have people who just include us as part of their schedule, as part of their calendar. Like, I love it. Yeah. And once you're locked in, you're locked in. I really appreciate that, and I look forward to seeing those same numbers and stats, and I'm even looking more forward to it growing a little bit further. Hey. Hey. Every day, elevate. Every day. We have been loyal to different things in our lives, Corey, as individuals. So I think it would be great if we kind of touched on those and then grew into the topics of where our loyalties lie as far as us being a couple. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting for me because when I thought about this the other night and how loyalty is shut up. So first of all, why don't we go ahead and define loyalty? Absolutely. No, go ahead. Things that I've seen is just like a faithful and uh, devotion to a cause. It could be to a person. It could be to a country, but it's that level of commitment to that thing or that person. Mm-hmm. So how loyalty has showed up in my life in my early years, I think was kind of twisted. And so it allowed for certain things to happen in my life. So I want to say this because I've learned that my level of loyalty or who I am loyal to, I'm very picky and choosy about, and it has to be centered around me, my belief systems, who I am. And that's important. You know, the things that I'm thinking, if I ignore those things and I choose loyalty to something or someone that's not lined up with who I am, Mm -hmm. there's a problem. Yeah, I I can see that. Yeah. And have experienced that. Right. As I have. And 
So my loyalty, and I'm just going to touch on this real quick, is when I was younger, oh my gosh, the level of loyalty to my dad. Mm -hmm. Like he could do no wrong. And in my mind, even to now, he really didn't do wrong. Although I know that's not true, but you know what I mean? That's how loyal I was. It was almost like a blinded loyalty to him. True story, him and my mom got divorced and thankfully fell in love all over again and remarried. So there's the happy ending there. Yeah. But when they went through the divorce, it was like no questions asked. I remember they sat us down. uh, We're getting a divorce. They explained that whole thing to us. And they asked me who I would prefer to live with without even thinking it was dad. Right. Like hands down dad. So this loyalty continued even after he passed away. And so this is where I'm saying loyalty can go totally wrong. So because I felt faithful to my dad and everything he stood for, when things happened to me as a child that shouldn't have happened, that was regarding family and people that were closest to him, I didn't have a voice in that because my loyalty blinded that. And I thought if I said something, if I did something, it would show disloyalty to my father. Oh, that's so sad. And I didn't realize that until, again, I was prepping for this episode. Mm -hmm. So you go into other forms of loyalty for me. And due to that shame and, and another experience, I became loyal to the cause of making up for it. I became loyal to people pleasing. And so when you're loyal, again, that's faithful commitment. It's at all costs. That was my priority. That was what I was about. So I learned how to perform. I learned how to get good grades. I learned how to um, get, you know, primary parts in plays and musicals. I graduated with high honors. I was that person that was very outgoing. And it was all really just masking what was going on in the inside. And again, for the sake of loyalty to the wrong cause. Mm-hmm. There is a happy ending to this, I promise. I'm sorry that that sounds so <laughs> grim, but I just really want to emphasize the importance of who you claim your loyalty to and what your cause is. We're going to pause there and ask you, Corey, what things were you loyal to growing up? I learned at a very early age, young in life, to have an incredible amount of loyalty to myself. Mm. And I know that That may sound a little self-centered and selfish. For me, I was taught at a very early age that if you can't love yourself, depend on yourself, and be loyal to yourself, you're going to just have a lot of hurt in life. You're going to have a lot of misleading moments in life. So true. And I didn't want that for myself because I grew up in a family where there was a lot of hurt for themselves. I mean, mm. I, I could tell you stories about my mom and her upbringing, and I, it's, it's just a lot of hurt and pain. And she was forced to have loyalty for people that I knew she didn't wasn't loyal to. And in the same in, uh, way with my dad, you know, and then I watched it in my sister. She had this amazing amount of loyalty to all her friends, but none of them had loyalty to her. Mm-hmm. So what was the purpose in being loyal to someone if they weren't going to reciprocate that? And you can then feel what it feels like to have that in return. So that was my first hardcore lesson to myself. Be loyal to you. Make sure that you are okay and that you are going to be fine. Then you're able to assist others and be loyal to others. And you know what it looks like and sounds like and even smells like because you're like, wait a minute, that that's not loyalty to me. That's you benefiting yourself and not helping anyone else. So it just taught me at an early age to do that. I can totally appreciate that. And what I appreciate even more, Corey, is that you and I 
clearly come from different walks of life, different ways we process, different ways we grew up. And so here are two very different people come together. And what does loyalty look like between you and I? Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about that. Jen Co, Corey and Jen, what are we loyal to? How does that show up in our lives today? And what's important to us? And I'm so excited about that part. I want to explain that really bad. So yeah, can't wait. Every day. We are on Take the Elevator, and it is Jen and Corey in the studio talking about loyalty. And loyalty between Jen and I has been a journey. It's a wonderful journey that I've been on for 16, 17 years now. I've had an opportunity to understand what it's like to be loyal to someone and for someone to be loyal to me, and not in the sense of I'm doing it because she's going to be loyal to me or she's doing it because I'm going to be loyal to her. But because the love that we have together has blossomed and grew loyalty. I'm going to start off by asking Jen what that means to her. The loyalty between you and I as a couple. What that means to me is I, I think of a lot of the growing pains, like you said, growth. And there have been a lot of pains of that because again, you're taking two very different people and coming together and living one life like what does that look like well clearly we had our struggles oh yeah and i had to learn how to i've always let me back up i've always loved hard like that was never the thing like i knew how to love and then one might say did you really because where was the self-love in all of that so what i'm saying is i was able to sacrifice i was able to serve others And yes, I was at most times a sacrificial lamb, but again, that's because I was in a broken state. But when you're in a healing or a healed state, Mm. that thing that is your downfall becomes your strength. That's such a beautiful thing because when you experience that with someone that reciprocates it back, and now here I am receiving it back, at first I kind of rejected that. I found every which way to have drama. I found every which way to point out what was wrong, what was different. But the power of love is amazing. It really is. If you're open to it and you're open to what it can do for you, how it can make you better, that was my experience. So my loyalty to you is very easy because of your loyalty to me. With loyalty comes knowing one another completely and not having any masks on like I did when I was younger and just being really who I am and you being my life partner in my consistent growth in things that interest me, the way you support me, the way you're my sounding board. Loyalty is a no brainer with that because again, it's full circle. That's interesting, Jen. And again, we have different perspectives on on this, even in, within our relationship. I mean, I'm sure we see a lot more eye to eye now than we did when we first got together. But the thing for me was that I know when we first met, I did not have a lot of trust in loyalty as far as other people being loyal to me. Mm. So I was very fearful and on edge about how people showed up with loyalty. And so that created this barrier, this brick wall that I purposely built for my own protection. And I typically do that. You know, I know I need to protect myself from people that are, you know, attempting to hurt me. And if you're not aware, there are people out there that really want to hurt you. And for what reason? 
not good reasons all the time. Sometimes no reason whatsoever, but mm-hmm. they have just bad intentions to hurt you. And so I got used to having that barrier up. And sometimes my loyalty didn't look the same way it does today. And even points might've looked fake. It might've looked superficial. And so meeting Jen, she made it very clear to me that she did not like fair weather people. (laughs) I did use that word an awful lot. (laughs) You you sure did. And Jen was very clear that being fair weather was not a mainstay in her life. And she was going to get rid of it as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. Me feeling like I want to be with this woman for the rest of my life. I quickly broke down those barriers and realized Mm -hmm. that protection was not for me. It was for us. And so if I'm going to build a barrier, I'm going to build it for us to protect us because she had been hurt far too many times in her life. And I was trying to make sure no one else was going to do that. So I built a loyalty to her like I've never built before. I've, I've never been as loyal to anyone as I've been to Jen. And, and I know that sounds kind of mushy, but that's the, the honest truth. I, I can't put it any other way. I've enjoyed this loyalty because it's taught me how to be loyal to even other people, friends and Mm -hmm. uh, the family that is in my life. And I'll be the first to tell you that all my family is not in my life and hasn't been in my life for long periods of time. But the ones that are in my life, I'm pretty loyal to them. I make sure that I talk to them and reach out to them and, and commune with them. It's important to me to have consistency than to have these moments or blast of feeling like, oh, I was loyal to them for a year. Oh, I was loyal to that person for a couple of weeks. Oh, I was loyal to you for a day or two. I would rather just have consistent friendship and loyalty to a few amount of people than to try to spread myself thin and not have it at all, all throughout my life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And even now I'm recalling people's faces in my life, in our lives that have reciprocated that loyalty. And I'm so grateful to have those people. So that leads us to another thing, because people might ask, you know, me being Filipino obviously comes from a huge amount of family members. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing about loyalty. And I'm really, I am taking this time to talk it out. So my moments of discovery might happen right here. Our loyalty to something else or someone else, which we're going to talk about, supersedes family. At the end of the day, family traditions, you know, which we've been kind of questioned about why we don't keep certain family traditions and how important they are. And so I think that has caused some distance between me and mine because I practice or don't practice things differently. So here's a one of the loyalties that I'm going to speak very bold about because I have no shame in it whatsoever. Growing up, part of being a people pleaser was going to church. That was showing up, you know, doing what was expected. And when you have a loyalty, it's because you've experienced it for what it is from your own point of view. It's really important to have these personal experiences. And then you figure out this is something I can be loyal to because it's something I believe in. It's something that I have convictions in that won't sway. Right. So what was a facade growing up has now become very real. Mm-hmm. You and I as a couple, Corey, one of our loyalties the most important loyalty is to our creator. It's to the almighty God. It's to 
Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, it you typically see this as God with a capital G, but that is the Hebrew name for the God we serve. And so along with him, there are certain things that he teaches that we believe in and that we don't sway from. And so it is easy, I want to say, but I I don't want to make it light. But when you experience a love that great, the loyalty comes naturally. Yeah. So sometimes those beliefs, the loyalty to your cause, the loyalty to your religion, if you will, yeah, it really sets things apart because then you tend to flock with people who are similar or people who can respect it. Instead of them judging you, our beliefs have never hurt anyone. It's always been our belief. So it's kind of funny sometimes when you have those and people get offended. Why? I'm not telling you not what not to eat and what not to do. It's my beliefs. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because I've never looked at it from that perspective. And you're absolutely Mm. right. What we believe does not hurt anyone. It doesn't change anyone. It doesn't ask anyone to change. So when people are offended or feel the need to confront us about a belief system, well, first and foremost, you know that they're not loyal to you. But then second of all, you realize that sometimes your belief systems cause distance. Absolutely. And even, you know, we've had conversations with other people about our differences and we're allowed to speak those. And that's when you know you've got true friends and people who love you and accept you for right where you're at. You can have those conversations. You can agree to disagree and then just keep it moving. Right. But it's when grudges are being held because things were said incorrectly or maybe offensively and they weren't meant to, you know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. like, and, and that's important, especially in this day and age with everything that's going on and all the things that are popping up, man, plug into people who are loyal to you and your friendships, your relationships and vice versa. Yeah. Like that's so key to get through this. Like we just, we need to have that. And I just want to say this in closing, you know, this it was a very organic conversation. This was not, plotted out, planned out in no shape, form or fashion. So we had no idea this is where we were going to end up. But at the end of the day, after thinking about this, what I'm comfortable with is that we're not out trying to change ourselves to fit people's molds. Right. And I don't think people should be out trying to do. Now, if change comes, if, if you hit a moment in your life where you realize, you know what, I could do this better. I think we're, we're past Jen and I are past the point of saying, okay, I've been living wrong. Let me just rearrange my whole entire life and I'm going to live different. But if that's what you're doing or you are faced with, then there's no problem. Change is always good. Change has been probably the best thing that's ever happened to us when we come to where we've been to where we are now. Right. And so I want to end with this and it's going to piggyback off last week's episodes. My loyalty is to be better. And so if that means open for change because that's what's required or needed to make us better, by all means, like, let's do that. But we need to define our loyalties and we need to be firm about who we are as individuals, as a couple, as people, where we'll, where we will go and where we won't go and be comfortable with that because loyalty to self is so key. Mm-hmm. Well, You know us at Take the Elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Elevate.
So we are back with our PS postscript. And I think what I want to let be known is that, and I know this is going to trigger Jim because I don't think she has anything as of yet, but this is going to definitely trigger her. There are some people that are listening to this that are going to say, come to the conclusion that they haven't been loyal to much. If anything, it's not too late. You can find your loyalty in many different things and in many different people because we're worth it. And some things are mm-hmm. worth it. Some belief systems are worth it. It's not too late. Get on the loyalty wagon and enjoy it. Jen, what you got? <laughs> the pressure of you saying that it was going to trigger something, which it did, but you just said that so beautifully. I, I love that message because you're right. I mean, I'm even thinking, oh, man, I didn't show loyalty the way I should have at that moment. And so I can either get stuck in it. Or I can learn from it and move on and, you know, maybe reach out to those people and say, hey, I didn't really show up at my best and I didn't show up well for you and and keep it moving. And that's the beautiful thing about loyalty. When you're loyal to something, you don't give up on it. No. So anyways, it triggers a lot of thoughts. I think loyalty is one of the best things in life to have. And you know exactly where you stand on certain things and how can you go wrong with that? You can't. Oh, again, you know us to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate.